It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. Hello, hello, oh, my friends. Uh, the brakes may be needing a little adjustment, but easy on the curves. <laughs> Not a glitch to have you Just got fixed like you. This all on you? This all on your cow? The reference here is very obscure. Welcome, foolish mortals. And with that, we're back. Did you miss us? We're back again. <laughs> I missed us. I totally missed us. <laughs> Yeah, we took a we took a little break. It's summer, y'all. It's things are going crazy. That's that's just the nature of the beast, isn't it? Every summer you feel like, no, I, I've got everything under control. I know what I'm doing, and then something sidelines your plans. Yeah, that's really what summers are for, though, right? It's to like to do things that you don't normally do and get things done. Sure. You, yeah, quite literally, it's yeah. what they're for. It's what but, we do. Uh, but we're back. We're, we're back. Talking all about the exciting, exciting news of. Disney. Disney news. They've announced a lot since the last couple of weeks. Stuff that I've been dying to talk about because it's my favorite topic. Mm. Season passes. Season passes. They're not only officially announced, but they're already officially on sale. So, Did you hear that they had to close down the ticket booths in Florida because it got up to a seven hour wait? Seven hours? In person? In person. Why are people buying passes in person? That is crazy. That is crazy. And go directly to you know they want to pass go they want to collect two their two hundred dollars and go directly to the park. Yeah, but still I would order them then. But you know what? Even if we you do order them the night before, you still have to go to the ticket booth, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. We did every yeah. time we bought our passes, we still had to go to the booth and collect them and get the things and yeah, they're yeah, not giving get you, the actual card and stuff. Right, they're not giving you uh, the wristbands anymore though. So I wonder if it's if just the card now that you have to pick up. I mean, that's what it was originally. The first couple of seasons that we had them hmm. was just the card. And even that, though, you know, the card and the photo, you still have to do that. Oh, and yeah. even that, I wonder if that was even taking seven hours because it didn't seem it saved a little bit of time when you buy them online, but not much. Well, when the entire state of Florida is trying to buy passes at the same time, <laughs> I feel like that's going to clog up the works a bit 20 million people all in one day right yeah yeah like, that's I, fair. I can't imagine like thank goodness that we didn't drive down there to buy our passes or something and get there and find a seven hour line well actually that's where we've been for the last two weeks that's why we didn't yeah <laughs> that's why we didn't actually put a podcast out because we've been standing in line for the last oh, two weeks gosh if only it would be fun because honestly let's get through it like they've okay. they've announced that they are bringing them back right yes. and they've renamed them all for some reason which is fantastic I choices guess. Yeah. it's a choice and uh take us through them once called the incredipass i think well Here's the here's my only issue with these passes is that if you don't live in Florida, you have one option for a season pass. And that is the Increda Pass, which is incredibly expensive. If you're if you're not going a lot, it's a lot of money to drop on a pass. Yeah, yeah, cuz how much is it? It was like 1300 bucks. 12.99 plus tax. Okay. Uh it has no blackout dates, which is great. Uh, it includes access to one or more Disney World theme park on the same day with a reservation. 
and you can hold up to five park reservations at a time, which means you could plan a good solid week trip there. That's good. Uh, with your Incredipass. And pre-book all of the dates and that kind of thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, now that's pretty good. And I've heard also that like if you're staying on property, those dates don't count towards your booking dates. Like you automatically are given dates for those dates. Oh, are you? If okay. If you stay on property. So um, that that's a guaranteed entry into the park, essentially, if you want the reservation for that day. Sure. And really, okay, so 1300 bucks. We paid... I'm tr- trying to remember. It seems like it was 1100 when we bought that pass because that's essentially the pass that we bought back in the day. Yes. Uh, a couple years back, it was 1100 and it's now 13 So it's gone up 200 bucks. Um, and didn't they also take away um, the photo pass and um, park and the, the water parks? Yeah. I, I, as far as I know, uh, just pre-scanning, I don't think the water parks are available on any of them without paying a $200 upgrade for him. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It says any of the passes can be customized, uh, including Disney photo pass downloads and water park, uh, water park and sports options. Um, although they're, they closed down their basketball thing. I don't know what they're going to be, <laughs> what sports things are going on, but the ESPN experience yeah. is still, is still uh, included in that the NBA experience. Wasn't it? I don't remember so, anymore, whatever. And that was the one that was at the park. But remember they actually have like a whole park there that's like the ESPN zone or whatever? They Yeah, it was a restaurant kind of thing. I had a friend that worked there. That's um, fun. And We've never actually been. No. We're told that it exists. It was there. <laughs> Might still be there. We would love to go there one day just to see what it actually is. But we're always just so busy when Ugh. we're down there. And who has time to eat? Who has time to eat in a park? It's literally like, you know, fries while you're in line. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Bacon on a stick. (laughs) Oh, good times. We miss it so much. Um, And then all the rest of these passes that we're going to discuss are only relevant if you live in Florida, which I have my own issues with. But they have the Sorcerer Pass, which is $8.99. Uh, plus tax. They have the Pirate Pass, which is six ninety nine plus tax, and the Pixie Dust Pass, which is three ninety nine. Um, and they they vary in the number of reservations, uh, block out dates, and things like that. Uh, the great thing about those for the people who live in Florida is that you can do a monthly payment plan, mm. which makes them. Uh, much more affordable, economical for families. Right. Uh, works out great for them. Uh, but legitimately, if you don't live in Florida, none of that applies to you. Right. Uh, the passes in general don't apply to you. You get the one pass and the one lump sum option. Right. So to all of our Florida folks, you're so lucky. Right. <laughs> we have considered moving to Florida just to save money on passes. Right. Which is... It's not really a good idea. <laughs> no, it just don't make no kind of it sense. It wasn't a good choice, but you know. And Disneyland, they came out with some passes as well. Yeah? Yeah, I don't did know they? We did, I did not write those down. They did, I'm sure. I'm sure they came back, I'm hoping, anyway. <laughs> Lies. It shows we've been so good about keeping notes, apparently. Yeah. Um, it's 
you know, it's it, true that we used to like obsess over the Disneyland pass. Right? Yes. That was like the one thing we cared about the most. Right. And, and now it's like, okay, well, what do we need to know about Florida? Now we're on the other side of the country. So <laughs> the California passes are a little less important at this point. Uh, um, what we're, what I'm really excited about is that it is getting back to the point uh, where people can go back to the parks more frequently, which is great. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, if you're going more often than just the one time you're going, these passes are a great option because going into the parks just for, you know, going to each of the parks in Florida will cost you as much as one of these passes will. Right. So like it's $130 a day or so for each pass. And each time you go to the parks, you're going to go for there's four parks if you were to go to all four on your visit. Yeah. So you're going to be paying five to six hundred dollars in, in tickets for to go visit the passes one time. If you do it a second time, you break even and a third time going forward, it's basically free of charge on all of them. Right. Plus, I mean, like you get, the thing that we love the most about it, we've said it before, is just the, the flexibility of doing half days without feeling um, like you're being gypped on anything. Yeah. And you can leave on half a day without feeling like you're missing out. You know, you're like we're just going to sneak in there, get as much as we can do, and then, you know, pass out on the way home. Basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I pass out on the way home. Um, the, the thing about this that's different, though, is you have to reserve those days. Yeah, that's So true. you would have to make sure that you got down there as soon as possible and were able to use that day. Otherwise, you're burning a day that's that true. you have a reservation to get in into the park. Yeah. I wonder if they allow like a floating fifth. So like if you use one and you know you're going to be there for an extra the day, if you can then reserve that following sixth day if there's passes available do you know what i mean i mean it says you can have five at a time so if you use that first one and then you realize you want to stay an extra day you can jump on and if they have availability for the the day the days after yeah then you could do that i believe do you know i'd be really curious about is if they only allow certain a number of people so for example like what if they only allow like 10% of the pixie pass in and then 15% of the pirate, you know what I mean? So like you may lose availability if you have a lower level pass uh, on certain days. Do you uh, think that? I, I, that's an interesting question. I think it is based more on just crowd volume in general. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's a first come first serve system. But who knows? It, really? it feels like it's 100% possible that they could switch things up on you, which would make uh, getting the Pass even better because then you would obviously have no blackout dates and you would have more options of getting in if they limited the number of other passes that were allowed in. For sure, yeah. And I don't know that they would either advertise or not advertise that right like it's hard to say what if disney would want you to. i doubt they would advertise something like that they're like if you're if you're paying what is it for the pixie pass it's 19 dollars a month by the way for florida which is amazing uh if you get that and they're like by the way you you guys we only allow 10 percent of the pixie passes in per day yeah that'd be like oh rude you know, yeah, exactly. like it will be interesting over time to see if that if, you know, people do deep dive investigations of things go like, you know, somebody has a pixie pass and somebody else has a, you know, higher level pass and they go, oh, I still have passes available. Why don't you? Mm. That would be interesting because that would probably like I guess if they didn't tell you that up front, that would blow up their entire strategy. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's something that they would do. I mean, I 
that's not fair. I'm not going to say they wouldn't do things because who knows what they would and wouldn't do at this point. But I think it would be bad business to tell everybody, okay, if you're paying us less, you're less likely to be able to get into the park. <laughs> it's true. Like, it, I think it would be bad business for them, right? Oh, it's a good point. But I mean... It'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know. Complete guess, because we just don't know. Otherwise, when looking about the program, other than that there are a lot more money, Yeah, I don't see much difference at all from the season passes than we had before. No, and that's the thing about it, is like everybody's like, ooh, this new system, it's shocking. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, we have to really dive into this. And it's like, for people that have had passes in the past, this really isn't that shocking. No. It's not that earth shattering. It's more or less the same thing. Uh, they've just altered a few points and in- instituted the reservation system that makes it a little less a free for all than it's been in the past. Mm-hmm. Because, like we said, sometimes in the past we would decide, let's go to Disneyland. I mean, Disney Literally. World. And we would say okay we're going tomorrow and we'd get up super early drive down and be in the parks the next day Uh, and it's definitely not something that's a hundred percent possible now you would have to make sure that they had reservations open for that day and you know i think it's probably really good for their business to be able to understand when the crowds are coming Mm -hmm. uh it works out well for staffing and and things like that but it's probably a little less uh, free for those of us that just like to kind of pop in and out when we feel like it. I will say that for years I was actually somewhat shocked that uh, every morning they would get up and obviously they have uh, intel and data so they can predict things fairly well like businesses do. Yeah. But it was always a shock to me that they go, you know what, we're going to go, we're going to show up, we're going to open the gates every morning and there's going to be people there. (laughs) <laughs> we just don't know who we don't know when we don't know how we don't know why you know what i mean yeah i yeah for so sure. it's always shocked me that like there wasn't more of a system because i mean concerts have been you've had to book t- concert tickets in advance for years it's always been the way they've sold concert tickets you know what i mean yeah so i'm totally down with a pre-booking and not only that but if the park's going to be sold out i want to know that too like I would hate to sure. plan an entire family vacation and then get there and then find out that there wasn't a pass. Like that just would baffle me. That baffles my mind to even think about. No, for sure. Like for those of us that go often enough, we and let's be honest, most people know when the busy times are in right. a Disney park, right? It's when most kids have time off of school. It's when most people are on vacation. That's when you're going to get the highest crowds. And that's just a given. Uh, but now I would I would like to think with this new reservation system, they're trying to maintain some level of experience for everybody that's there by limiting the number of people that are allowed in. Yeah. Let's I mean, hope. Sure. Yeah, absolutely true. I will also say that I was very happy to hear that they didn't cut the parking pass Mm. because I think that would have 100% put me over the edge of like, I can't even believe. Oh, really? That would have been the last straw? It would have been for, mainly the reason why is because Disney World specifically, Mm -hmm. there is nowhere to park 
other than on property. Right. It's 45 square miles of, of, of space. And what are you going to do? Hitchhike into you, the park? You have one parking lot. Even the parking lot they want you to park at at Magic Kingdom makes it difficult Ugh. to go park. Even that is a problem. And then to be tar- charged like 25 extra dollars per day to go park on a flat parking lot is like ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, there's not even any shade. You, your car just sits out there and bakes the whole time. Yeah. So that would have been like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's fair. Because, yeah, the, the thing about parking at Disney is it's never fun. It's probably the worst part of the trip. Especially at Magic Kingdom. Uh It's my least favorite part of going to Magic Kingdom is having to park at the Ticket and Transportation Center (laughs) and then take a plane, train, and automobile across this stupid lake they made on purpose. Yeah. It's it's just dumb. It's literally 30 30 minutes to an hour to get back to your car after you leave the park gates. And that's why a lot of people will sneak and try to park at like the Contemporary or anything that's closer. Yeah. Because they're like, what? I... I'm going to park on the other side of the lake just so that I have to wait in more lines to get across the lake to get in here. So yeah, having to pay extra for that after paying for annual passes, I think would be a real sad. And there's, uh, there's team member parking, cast member parking behind it, right? That if you park there, you can just slip in the back gate somewhere. Well, you have to be a team member, like a a cast cast member member to park there. Did you have a friend that would park back there and get you in? I did. Yeah, and it was nice. I legitimately, until we went, I didn't realize that other people had to do that to get into the park. Because the only times I had been there was with my friend who worked for Disney. And so we would park there and just kind of walk over. And it's very simple. I And it's how you do it at Disneyland. Yeah. You kind of park. And now they do the trams and things. So you don't, you don't you know, walk as much. But then I we went down and I was like, wait a minute, what? There's a boat. We have to get on a boat. That's a hilarious. train, a bus. What is this? So you know? crazy. And by the way, if the buses are ever running, it's less magical, but it always seems better. Well, because they're faster and air conditioned. That too. And they're a little bit more out of the way that people aren't really seeing them. Everyone sees the boats. Yeah. And a lot of people want that experience of getting on the boat and having that slow approach where you can see the castle and things as you're approaching. Yeah. Um, but if you don't care about the magic, get on a bus. And it is fair to say that it's basically the first uh, ride. Because quite honestly, all we do is we get inside the park and then I run to the Mark Twain and jump on that boat anyway. And it's the same thing. You know, it's it's basically like your first free attraction. Of they don't have the Mark Twain in Florida. I know. What is it there? Do you remember? Uh, the Liberty Bell. There you go. That's it. You pop quizzing me right here on, on the spot <laughs> without any prep work whatsoever. Thank you. Totally. I'm so glad you remember that. Good <laughs> for you. Uh, also, though, when you're in Disney, when you're at Disneyland, we specifically would stay at hotels that were close enough that we could walk in because parking there is also such yeah, a chore yeah. and also so expensive that you're like, you might as well spend it on a hotel room and stay nearby. So it's great. We would park. And I guess people have the same experience with Disney World if you're staying on property. Sure. You park, you leave your keys inside the hotel room, and you don't see them again for another three days. Right. It's great. Well, so and the great thing about us is that we don't have usually travel with children or elderly people, and so we can walk. Right. That's a perk. And I would honestly rather people that need the parking Uh spaces use the parking spaces. I mean, even when I just go shopping, I will park pretty far out because I'm like, I don't need to be close. Right. I can walk in. 
True you story. Know. I think that's how all parking should be done uh, by by age, know, by age, and by decade. So if you're <laughs> if you're a teenager, you park on the edge of the parking lot. <laughs> you were on your way to the front, kids. Oh my gosh, you sound like <laughs> such an old man. <laughs> to be fair, I'd be about in the middle of the parking lot now, and that's about where we park anyway. So I guess. <laughs> I think my speed limit should be my age. The older you get, the faster you can go. (laughs) That's so fair. 16-year-olds can only drive 16 miles an hour. Yeah. And the $200 for the... um, for the photo pass, right? Mm -hmm. Like you and I, we've only downloaded a couple of photos that have been really, really good that we that we remember to do so. Sure. Because they take pictures of you all the time. And it is great that with your um, with your Magic Band, they just show up on your app. You just yeah. go on the rides, open the app, and your picture's there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. But to pay an extra $200. But then $200, you see yourself in the picture and go, oh, gosh, why didn't you time. tell me I looked like this? Like, <laughs> I'm all sweaty and... Oh, it's true. And you can always tell like the first ride of the day and the last ride of the day. Right. The first ride, you're all quaffed. You look like you are there on purpose. And by the last of the picture, you look like you've been traveling in the desert with Moses for 30 years. (laughs) You're sweaty. You're dusty. Your hat's all disheveled. You you look awful. I did uh, hear an opinion piece on this, though, about how, and we've talked about it a little bit as well, Uh that... Orlando's kind of do, or I'm sorry, um, Universal is kind of doing it better than Disney. Ooh. I didn't realize how well, how attractive their program sounded until Disney wasn't offering their season passes. Yeah. And then with this rolled back out, the fact that, you know, Orlando or that uh, Universal has um, $800 a year passes, $400 down, $40 a month across the board. You know, they there's a Florida option and a out of state option on every single pass. Sure, it's clean, it's easy to understand. It feels like a good value add for what you're going to get and what you're going to do. Yeah, because like we were joking about this before that you know basically it's like Disney, please, we're begging you to give you five thousand dollars. Like, just yeah. let us give you five thousand dollars, please. You know <laughs> how crazy is that? But Orlando, or um, I'm going to say that so many dang Universal. times. Universal, Universal is just like, yep, yeah, we'll take your money. Yeah. And we'll give you fun experience. Yeah. So the the only downside to Universal uh, for me is that it's um, it's a bit more high octane. Very much. Uh, it's a little less. You know, families get together and go on things. There's a few more attractions at Universal that are not family attractions. Yeah. Um, and I got to admit, I hate when they're like, "You can't take anything on this ride." Oh, you're right. I That's, find that exhausting. <laughs> it is it is not so amazing to be able to go to Disney and everything just fits in a pouch right in front of you every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm like, oh, crap, we have all these bags. And I'm like, oh, wait, we're at Disney. It doesn't Literally. matter. Literally. You can buy a snow globe and walk around with it the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. But you probably you potentially could if, you know, you trusted yourself. But... Usually that kind of stuff they said we'll leave it we'll put it up at the front of the park for you when you leave but yeah uh yeah it's it's an interesting thing to figure out because uh I wonder how good Universal's numbers did during this time period where Disney wasn't offering these anymore right uh like did their numbers jump because people were like I just want to go somewhere their parks have been so packed oh good for them yeah but I mean every park has been packed Anything that isn't at home, I think, has been packed because people right. are tired of seeing their own four walls. Yeah. 
little bit of outdoor circulation and, yeah. and that will be pretty good. Um, I will have to say if given the chance, I'm kind of a pixie dust kind of a person. Are you like $400 or $19 oh, a the month? Pass. I was like, it's <laughs> an odd declaration to make. I'm a pixie gal, pixie, and pixie dust person. I, I, I bet if you look at those blackout dates, they're pretty much like you can pretty much go Tuesday through Thursday, you know, middle yeah, of the week no for holidays. like six months of a year. Yeah. I bet that's the only the time holiday, like the Christmas holidays and summer are blocked out. Completely true. Yeah. Every weekend across the board blacked out. Yeah. I bet that's a hundred percent pretty close to what, what, what it is. And uh, you know what? And I guess we do have work schedules and things that make yeah. it difficult. So work. I know it's not worth it. If given the choice, I would love to be a pixie dust kind of a person, <laughs> <laughs> but we're being first into the incredible I'm you a shirt that says I'd rather have a pixie pass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we'd make it into a patch, we'd, I'd be the only one. Yeah, like pretty much. Be. Yeah. People are like, Why? <laughs> Um, but speaking of things that we'd, we would like, uh, you, you told me a very sad story today. There was news that came out yesterday. I think that's what we're, yeah, 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 yeah. So when thinking about the parks, like one of the ways that I, I guess what the news is, is that we were, we heard yesterday that the Finding Nemo musical at Animal Kingdom um, it went away mm-hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic when the parks closed. As did all of their shows. Every show did. And yeah. that show has yet to return back. And um, they have brought back the Lion King show at Animal Kingdom. But uh, the Nemo musical never did. Um, and then it was discussed that all of the um, puppets in the show have been spread apart they've been like they're not bringing the show back they're like dismantling they're, things the whole show has been dismantled they let the cast go all kinds of things and uh, like i uh, something sad about a lifeless dory puppet <laughs> laying on the floor somewhere in a disney warehouse like, we totally want and like the crush that would take up our entire house we are not right? we are not moving one more thing into this house <laughs> I we are not even so much as buying napkins to put in this house because I am tired of carrying heavy things. How big however, do you all have to be <laughs> to get tr- Crush from Animal Kingdom? However, to if they sold me Crush, we would be sitting on him in the living room watching TV. Oh my gosh! That <laughs> it, literally, it's so huge that like, right? Am I thinking of the right one that comes out? And there's like five different. Yeah, uh, there's guys. like three puppeteers, and then the singer, the performers on his back. And the thing that I love so much about the Finding Nemo show was that it was a very unique show. It was a very unique experience because they turned it into a musical. Right. So they came up with a couple of new songs. You get to hear other places in the park too, but that, what were the songs? Do you remember what they were? They were. Yeah. In a big blue world. So good. Yeah. They, there are, their songs are super catchy. If you haven't heard Finding Nemo, Nemo, the musical, you can find the music online. It's a good show kids love it uh it'll give them even more obnoxious things to repeat all the time than the movie did right uh it's it's a fun show and the the puppets alone make it worth going to see because they put so such high production value into it part of me was really sad that they haven't released a recording of that on disney plus already for us to see yeah that's fair um i think it would be amazing and i mean it's it's well they're not going to release it now (laughs) 
Well, they should release it now. I'm sure they have to have a recording of it somewhere for the show. And it's been running since hope so. 2006. And, you know, so it's been around for a while. We did, Disney officially did put out on their blog today that, I shouldn't be that specific just in case you're listening to this on a different day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the day you're listening to this, it came out the yesterday. Next day. <laughs> <laughs> that they are currently revamping the show and they are still going to have a um a nemo Nemo. inspired show so and they are going to bring back the some of the big hit songs and the characters that we love and hopefully in the same theater yeah all of those things because all of that is just amazing and if they're giving us a new better show i'm totally down 100 percent happy with it well and it's a it's a crowd relief kind of thing too like everyone thinks that these shows are just like extra but really what the shows do is they make it so that there's roughly a thousand people that aren't standing in line for something else yeah some of those theaters are big enough the hyperion can hold three thousand people yeah and that's that's three thousand people that aren't standing in line yeah for the rides that you want to get on so you know if you're not interested in the musical that's fine you don't have to go but at least appreciate the fact that there's a couple thousand people that aren't in front of you in line anymore right totally true and for me i didn't even really think about it until you know the devastating news that they were pulling the show that i was just like now wait a minute (laughs) I wanted to play Dory. I don't play Dory. <laughs> I mean, I can't. They're underwater and I don't swim. But <laughs> Imagine holding your breath that long. And singing. And it's whole, just impossible. full hour show? Because I will say that the actors that are, are in that show were the best actors ever. They were amazing. and they There's so much they had to put up with. So much. And they're on hot wires and they're being strung all over the place. They're doing flips. They're managing puppets. They have weird costumes on. All of it. Yeah. All of it. And and quite honestly, and you go, we go to community theater all the time and, you know, and on the, and on up from there. So, you know, if we go, we're spending 10 to $60 a ticket. So you're like this, this, these shows for us really do add a ton of value that we would be paying for elsewhere. Yeah. So like, you're like, okay, well, I mean, that's a value add to the ticket as well that you're, you know, you're You're basically getting a Disney Broadway show without having to pay to go to New York and pay Broadway show pricing. And it's 45 minutes and you're in shorts. I mean, what's not to love? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it, you'll, when you go to a Disney park, the moment you get to sit down are few and far between. Uh So you really appreciate that 45 minutes of just sitting in an air conditioned building. It's and nice. it is pretty interesting to see the um, Hyperion production at California Adventure of Frozen and seeing the Broadway version of it. Yeah. They're, they're not on the same level, but they're no. pretty close for a free I show mean, at, at theme park. I hate to say it's it, pretty but dang good. I like the Hyperion version better. Do you seriously? Yeah, just a little bit. It's pretty good. And the staircase, it's hard to say because like the staircase in that oh, one was amazing. So good. And I guess you'll we'll never know for sure because the Broadway version isn't coming back anytime. But I bet it's going to be touring for sure now, which is great. I think it is touring. And yeah. I don't think the Hyperion version's coming back. You don't think so? Do you think it got pulled too? I, for now, at least, they, they have no plans on bringing it back as far uh, as I know. Breaking my heart. So sad. Mm. Because for those of you out there, please support them theater shows at at theme parks (laughs) plug it they need the help steve what (laughs) the last thing i need is them going away and ruining my what little musical theater i get (laughs) you know 
Oh, people Sex don't know story. your history with mu- with musicals, shows, and in theme parks. They have no idea how much and, you love them. And it's this a big deal. this is like the this is the high class that I am right here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we still have a sequin vest somewhere floating around this house that I've been trying to get rid of. Never for years. <laughs> no, it's what I wear on Fridays. That's Friday <laughs> casuals for me. But. Uh, Zoom calls are never quite the same with Steve. I totally wear that (laughs) on a Zoom call. Could you even imagine? Would you buy a house from this man? Picture of Steve in a sequin. You know what? For new, if we have to, if we have like a New Year's Zoom call, like the last call before New Year's Eve, I'm totally doing that. Oh my goodness! Could I won't? I won't. (laughs) There's no way I wouldn't lose my job so fast. (laughs) You look like a Chippendale dancer. I guess I'll just have to save that for Disney. I'll All work, right. I'll work to the ne- Disney, the Disney costume for our first day back. Check and check. I don't know if they'd even let me wear it into the park. They'd be like, excuse me, sir, that's inappropriate. You're going to blind a child. <laughs> So with the sun on me all day long, blind a child. It would be awful. Oh, poor things. Oh, okay. So, um, there you go. So Nemo is coming back. Pretend in some format, he will be back. And we'll still hear the songs. It'll be great. Go with the flow. It's a good show. Oh, it is so good. It's stuck in your head. Totally. I, I think, yeah, amazing. It's great. Good times. Good times. Did you have more stuff you wanted to talk about today or are you, are you settled now? Have you, had you said, have you said your piece? Well, pretty much we did have a, the last sad topic to get about. I mean, this is just a, you know, sad podcast all around, isn't it? Oh. No, but, uh, Oh, Ed, Ed Asner, voice of Carl Fredrickson from Up passed away uh, at the age of 91. Um, And we celebrated by watching uh, Doug Days on Disney Plus. It was fantastic. Um, It was a little bittersweet to watch and realize that we're probably only getting the one season of of Mm. Doug Days because... Ed Asner is no longer with us. And so that character, I, I'm i sure they could find a voice double that could potentially sound like him. But, it, it, you know, there's a loss there that can't be replaced. And so uh, Up is one of my favorite Pixar movies. So very sad to hear about Ed Asner passing. Yeah, I'm glad. Good for him. 91, though. That's a great, uh, he had a great life. Yeah. yeah. For and sure. The movie was fantastic. Good times. Right. Wait, way to end on a sour note. That's a sad, that's a sad downbeat. We can go back to Dory. <laughs> Just keep swimming. <laughs> Just keep swimming. <laughs> totally true. Uh, but we hope you all enjoyed our conversation today. Caught you back up and hopefully we'll be back next week. <laughs> we'll have things to talk about, hopefully, right? If we get season passes, then we'll just uh, see uh, If we get season passes, you'll never see us again. We're just moving kidding. to Florida. We'll be doing live from the park. Right. <laughs> in, our, in our sequin vest, blinding children. <laughs> we'll be the hungry bear. Watch for us. Watch for us there. But it's like I always say. If you're ever going to know, then you got to let him go, which is a lyric from Crush's song. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast. <laughs>